G'day and welcome to part 8. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple and the Catholic Church. Jesus speaking in the Gospel of John chapter 17 verse 21 says, And may they be in us, so that the world will believe you sent me. The word Catholic derives from the Greek word Catholios, and its first written appearance is in Ignatius's epistle to the Smyrnaeans. Second century Christians used it to describe themselves signifying that God's truth, salvation truth, was to be communicated across the world, transcending all barriers of nationality, cultures and language. The word was also used to symbolise their distinction from the heretics and their false teachings. In the Christian disciples' mandate of Matthew 28 verse 19, Jesus commands that the gospel is spread throughout the world and the church was to be his witnesses empowered by the Holy Spirit. Whilst the other first century religions were exclusivist by race, intellect or other means, Christianity was unique in that it was open for all regardless of gender, race, culture or class. Paul had this in mind when he wrote faith in Christ Jesus is what makes each of you equal with each other whether you are a Jew or a Greek, a slave or a free person, a man or a woman, Galatians 3 verse 28 the gospel message proclaimed was for all people everywhere including those with a moral pasts, just as Jesus commanded in the great commission of Matthew 28 And while Catholic may be defined as universal, it can also be understood as referring to the whole. This is because a Catholic church is a whole church, in so much as that the gospel impacts every aspect of a human, and the Catholic church addresses the heart, mind and will of all people everywhere. The church possesses in itself every kind of virtue which can be named related to words, deeds or spiritual gifts of every kind. I don't think I need to remind you that when I say Catholic Church, I don't mean the Roman Catholic Church and its denomination. But the word Catholic is also whole or universal in relationship to time and history, insomuch as there has always been a people of God and will remain so after the end of time on earth. It is participation within the church of the past, the present church and the church of the future, which reflects its Catholicity. It is through the function of mission that this hallmark can be tested in any church and can be discerned in the church. If the community engages in gospel outreach or mission, then the church can be seen to be Catholic. And the church's mission is evangelism. This is sourced from the church being marked as Catholic. Evangelism is the virtue of bringing God's reconciling message of salvation to all people of all time, in all places, without barrier or hindrance. And throughout the book of Acts we see the commitment to mission in practice as God's reconciling message spread throughout his church to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and into the Gentile lands. This was in response to Jesus' words in Acts 1.8 
but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth but what is evangelism? evangelism is, is purely telling others of God's message of reconciliation to all people of all time it is not forcing people to adopt church standards 1 Corinthians 5 verse 12 and nor is it simply a message of join the church as a symbol of good works Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 10 this Catholic gospel says that everybody has sinned against God Isaiah 53 verse 6 Romans 3 verse 10 to 11 that nobody can earn their reconciliation with God Ephesians 2 verse 9 that God sent his son Jesus to be born, crucified, dead and resurrected so that salvation can be had for all people of all time. John 3.16, 1 Timothy 1 verse 15 and that it is by acquiescing to God by faith in Jesus alone that people are saved. John 5.24, Acts 16 verse 31 and why evangelize? The prime motivation for evangelism is out of gratitude for what God has done for the church, in that the church loves because he loved first. 1 John 4 verse 10 to 12, 14 and 19. It was this sentiment Paul refers to when he writes, For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14. The New Testament church told of God's reconciling message out of an overwhelming experience of God's love which they had received. Also, God is a missionary God. Jesus was sent to save the lost and redeem mankind, reconciling them back to God. The Holy Spirit was sent from the Father and the Son into the world to witness about the Son. And while some are explicitly called to be evangelists, Ephesians 4 verse 11, it also falls on all members of the church to do the work of an evangelist, following the example of Timothy, 2 Timothy 4 verse 5. Scripture dictates several reasons for members of his church to share their faith. Jesus commands us to tell others of God's reconciling message in the Great Commission of Matthew 28. In the last words of Jesus' earthly ministry, his church was commanded to be witnesses for him, as we have seen, Acts 1 verse 8. Evangelism is also an expression of the Christian disciple's love for God through obeying his commands, John 14 verse 15. It is also the church's imperative mission because the church is the vessel God has chosen to use to spread the message of reconciliation to all people. Acts 4 verse 12, 2 Peter 3 verse 9. Remember Paul's words from Romans chapter 10. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. For more to think about, please do read 2 Corinthians 5, verse 11 to 21. Ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, 
and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so that you can pray over any issues together? Question 1. What is the message I proclaim as a Christian disciple, both in words and lifestyle, to a world that is dying without reconciliation to God? Question 2. How and why do I tell others this message, despite opposition? And question 3. What is my motivation for telling others the Christian message? As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. Thank you.